Who is this baby? Maybe you've driven through our lights. If you haven't, make sure you do before the end of the Christmas season. But you can drive through and you can see at the end, there is the nativity scene, the uh, stories that have been read. And the question is, who is this baby? It's a question, of course, every parent would ask that as they, as they hold these precious gifts that God gives to us. You wonder, what will this child become? And in Bethlehem, on that first Christmas, a baby was born, and the whole history of the world would change. And the first people to hear about it were people that were people that were just normal, everyday working men, the men, the shepherds of the fields of Bethlehem. And in Luke chapter 2 and verses 8, it tells us, now there were shepherds nearby, living out in the field, keeping guard over their flock at night. A mundane, boring job. Day after day, looking after sheep. Night after night, watching the sheep. Day after day, watching the sheep. Night after night, watching the sheep. Oh, a lamb is born. Yay. And, you know, know, watch out for the wolf. Watch out for the bear. Watch out for thieves. You know, day after day, night after night, day after day, night after night. Just a predictable, mundane, boring life. Until Christmas Day, when that all changed. And maybe you have lived a life that is predictable and mundane and kind of colorless, black and white. If you're old, you'll know what that means because we used to watch TV in black and white, you know, and that was the way we watched it back in the old days, you know, and you never saw color and then it, suddenly color showed up. But, but for many people, their life is a black and white life. That would be the shepherd's life. The same old, same old, same old. Repeat, repeat, repeat until Christmas Day when it all changed. It says in verse 9, an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were absolutely terrified, or they feared a great fear. It's like, whoa! Uh, No doubt there was a need for some underwear changes after this. Let's be honest, right? This was scary. (laughs) Freaking them out. I mean, mundane, boring, black and white life, and then all of a sudden, boom, there's an angel. Like, no one expects that. And they're wondering, what's going to happen? And they're totally, totally freaked out. And the angel says to them, don't be afraid. Because listen carefully. I'm proclaiming to you good news that brings great joy to all people. Now leave that there. Don't jump ahead. He's bringing us a message. And it's not a message of, watch out, God's going to judge you, you're in trouble now. The message is, something significant has happened, it's good news. I remember a couple years ago, WestJet decided that everyone on a certain flight, you know, would get their flight for free, and at the end, they also, they got to say, what what you wanted for Christmas, and when they landed, there were all the things that they wanted for Christmas, gift wrapped for them. It was good news, for who? For the people on that flight. Not good news for me or you, because I wasn't on that flight. But this angel says, good news for everyone. You know, it's not like like tax time where the government says, we've introduced some new tax breaks for a small 0.05% of the population, but the rest of us, forget it. Pay more, you know, but this is good news for everyone. 
And it's good news that brings great joy. You know, I'm reading the paper, this newspaper I read, and, and it's got this six-part, you know, series on the, the unhealthiness of sugar. How to quit, how to kick the sugar habit. That's not good news. That's bad news. You know, we're coming up to Christmas and it says, quit eating sugar. How do you do that? That's not good news. You'll be healthier. You'll be unhappy, but you'll be healthier, you know. <laughs> good news that brings great Joy, right? You go to the doctor and they're like, yeah, well, good news and bad news. You know, if you just quit, you know, start eating vegetables and exercising an hour a day, you know, you'll live longer. And you're like, what if I don't want to live longer? What if I don't want to, you know, but this is good, good news. It brings great joy to everyone. You know, shepherds didn't get a lot of good news out there. Their life was just predictable and mundane. And God intervenes and says, I have them doing something, and you guys are the first ones to hear about it. And he says to them, this is the good news, verse 11. I bring you, today, your Savior is born to you in the city of David. He is Christ the Lord. Today, your Savior is born in the city of David. He is Christ the Lord. The Lord. Now, the Jews were looking forward to this deliverer. They wanted someone to come and rescue them. Of course, rescue them from oppressive taxation, rescue them from injustice, rescue them from discrimination and prejudice, which, which we all long for. But, but, but God says, this is the Savior, and, and not just to save you from all those things, but to save you from, from, from the greatest thing, which is your sin. Jesus later on would be walking and, and he'd tell a guy in the tree to come down and he goes to his guy's house. He's a tax collector and, and this guy turns to faith to Jesus. And, and at the end of that story with Zacchaeus, Jesus says, the son of man, or I mean, Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. That's what it means to be a savior. He came to rescue, to find us, to deliver us. And he says, today the savior has been born. The one who's going to deliver us from this whole mess that we're in. And even today, we still feel that mess, right? We look on the news, there's a lot of bad news, lots of, lots of stories, lots of twisting, lots of untruth, lots of manipulation, all sorts of garbage going on, wars and fighting and greed and all this stuff. And, and we just long for someone to come and clean it up. And God says, I've sent that person. It's Jesus. He's the Savior. He says he is also... Christ, the Lord. The word Christ describes someone that was anointed. Uh, you would anoint kings, and you would anoint priests in the Old Testament, and these were special titles and positions set apart by God to lead the people, and he, and he says, I, I, I've, I've sent my anointed one, not, not a Messiah, but the Messiah, the one who can really deliver you and then save you. He is my chosen instrument for you, and he's here. Some of us, at times, can be drawn into the Messiah complex where we want to save the world or save the whales or save this or save that, you know. But Jesus came truly to be the Savior and to be the Messiah, the Christ. As the New Testament would develop, that would become his name, Jesus Christ the Lord. And of course, the Lord was the name for God himself in the Old Testament. It was the Lord who delivered the, the Israelites out of Egypt into the promised land. It was the Lord who anointed David as king. It was the Lord that, that, that you know, met with Abraham and set up a covenant. It was the Lord who created the universe. And he says, 
I am sending my son down to you. Who is this baby? Jesus Christ, the Lord, the Savior. Three things. Jesus came to save and deliver us. He, he saw that we needed something that we couldn't do on our own. And that's why we have in the manger on Christmas Day the Savior. Secondly, Jesus is God's chosen king, the Messiah, the Christ. God says, this is the way I'm going to do it through my son, Jesus. He is the Christ. He's the one I've chosen. I've set apart for this task. I mean, John 3.16 says, God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son. Whoever believes in him won't perish but have eternal life. And Jesus is God. He is the Lord. And so as you look and, you know, drive through our lights and as you think about the manger here and you wonder, who is this baby? The eternal word of God says he is this, the Savior, the Christ, God himself, the Lord. And the Bible says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. The story begins, you know, with eternity past, but here, you know, on earth, in the manger, and it heads to the cross, and then to an empty tomb, and then to the right hand of God, and he's coming back, and we worship that king today, but it all began with a baby in a manger, but that's not where it ended. It ends with our king sitting at the right hand of his father, waiting for the, no, waiting for the word, okay, son, go back. And we wait for his return. Just as the Jews waited for their Messiah back in the, in the first century, we wait for the return of Jesus. Who is this baby? He is Christ the Lord. I invite you to believe in Jesus Christ today. I invite you to receive him. John 1.12 says, but to all who receive him, to believe in him. He gave the right, the privilege to become the children of God. We join his forever family when we know this baby who became the Savior the risen king and the coming king. And so we worship him today. I'm going to invite the team back up here because we don't want to end on that note. We want to end with just some praise and some singing. And we're going to sing just a few more just classic Christmas songs as we worship Jesus today. I invite you to believe in him. And, and the rest of you that maybe know about Jesus already and you've gone through decades of Christmases, I remind you, let's return in worship to, 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 to see this thing that God has done. Let's break out of the monotony of our lives and just recognize that God entered into our world. He, he, he invaded history in order to bring us eternal salvation. And that's a reason to rejoice today. All the bad news, we, let's just wipe that out. Turn off your phones this holiday, okay? When you sit down as a family, don't have a phone at that table. Unless you're a medical doctor delivering babies in this community, there's no reason for you to have a phone at your table. Give time to each other and give time to God as we worship him together. Would you stand with the worship team? Let's sing and celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ.